podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to our third Wisden Ashes Day podcast from Manchester. Uh, another extremely good day for England. They are six wickets away from levelling the series going into the fifth test match at the Keir Oval. I'm Yazran and with me this evening is Melinda Farrell. Um, implausibly, Mel, we had an afternoon session that rivaled yesterday's. Johnny Bairstow finished on 99 not out, stranded on 99 not out, but put on 60-odd or 49 deliveries with Jimmy Anderson at the other end. Um, just as things were calming down, we had a relatively sedate first session by the, by the standards of yesterday. England did in England again. Um, just on best, an extraordinary knock from a guy who's been under a lot of pressure in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and perhaps some of that's a, a little bit unfair. I know he certainly feels so. We've just come from a press conference mm. with him and, and it's clear that while he says he's switched off from it all, he's not been completely mm. immune to all of that uh so to see him do that was obviously brilliant for him and it was different to what stokes did in that it wasn't it wasn't like okay uh this is the short boundary i'm just gonna belt it for six when they're bowling from this end it was it was far i don't know he trusted jimmy but it was like Australia were kind of playing into his hands a bit. Uh, some of the shots he played were absolutely brilliant. And the, the smarts to be able to run through on the buys as well. It, it was just like he had uh, the game under control. It was his game today. It was Johnny Bairstow's uh, innings, that one was. And just left the Australians looking bereft of ideas. But but for Johnny Bairstow, it doesn't matter that it's not 100. That that's just as as good yeah. as as any hundred, or it should be anyway, and and it might silence his critics a bit. Uh, on the back of taking that really good catch yesterday, even when he took that catch, I heard so many people talking about whether it was actually bad footwork mm. ending up looking good because of some athleticism. Mm. Well, uh, at the end of the day, he took a brilliant take, and it was mm. some superb athleticism. Whether or not you want to talk about his technique, and that's he's backed that up today mm. with a great performance with the bat. Uh, Mel, you'll know that there are a few things um, working cricket quite like a best of press conference after he's had a, a good day. And I thought it was really interesting how he really wanted to make it clear that how how much he's struggled physically since he's come back into the side. And he made the point he's barely kept wicket in the last three years, even accounting for that leg break. Um, and I think that for all the discussion on best versus folks, etc., Today's like today are exactly why England value Bairstow so much. And, and I guess you can almost see one of the differences between the two sides in that England focus on what can they get from every possible situation? What can individuals do? And the game was fast forwarded so much because of that Bairstow innings. And actually England have injected so much time into the game. You know, England are, built a lead that's effectively an entire day of Australia batting because of that Bairstow knock. Um, but I'm really interested in Australia. There's supposedly a nine-day gap between the two uh, test matches. It doesn't really feel like there's been a nine-day gap between the two test matches. Um, and you made the point earlier that everyone seemed to know what England were trying to do, that as soon as they go, Australia went short, they'd run through a bye. But Australia kept to that plan. It, yeah, it was, well, it was bizarre because we were just up there and it got to the point where 
everyone in the press box was laughing because you just saw you were waiting uh, for the short balls to Jimmy. You were waiting for the for Johnny to run through for the bye. You were, after four balls, you were waiting for the field to come up. It it was really bizarre that mm. it was so obvious it was like watching reruns of the same tv show mm. but expecting there to be di a different outcome and it wasn't just johnny bairstow out there right he was batting with jimmy anderson mm. they put on 66 jimmy anderson faced 18 deliveries all up 17 of them were either bounces or mm. back of a length one of them was at the stumps guess which ball got him out so I get, you know, bowling short to a tail end are fine, fine, you know, push them back, whatever. But they that was just all they did. There was no adaptation. There was no just try and get a couple in straight at him. It was like, okay, we've we've got to keep him on strike. What are you keeping him on strike for? Yeah. To, to get him out. Uh, well, right? what, what I don't understand is I think Australia were really good at Lords at adapting to when Stokes was on that mad yeah. one. There was that period where Stokes scored 50 runs in no time and then they just hid the ball outside off stump and Stokes really struggled to score. And that's when they got him out. That's when they win the test match. There wasn't that today. There wasn't the adaptation. And I think comparing the two sides, England, to their credit, adapted their game plan. I think at the start of the series, they probably didn't expect Australia to be as defensive with their fields and they were probably probably took a test match too long to adapt to those changes but now England are very content going at four or five and over you came over to us early in the day and say yeah. like England keep on taking six runs and over here without taking any risks and Australia haven't adapted back to that no so what you have is England have these periods without taking that much risk going at four or five six runs and over even and then they still have their crazy burst where they go at tens and then suddenly the, the, the game really kind of runs away from Australia. What, what do you think's happened to, to, to Cummins and Stark? One test match ago, nine days ago, the Australia attack was basically Cummins and Stark and the rest. Here, they bowled uh, 48 overs between them, maybe even more. Not a single maiden going at five and a half between them. What do you think's happened there? I mean, obviously, five test matches in, in six weeks is going to take its toll on, on bowlers like them. Yeah, well, maybe the answer is in there in what happened at Headingley, that it, there was so much on them, mm. right? And maybe that takes not just a physical, but a bit of a mental toll as well in that not being enough. Uh, it, it's just really weird because it, it sort of looks like the, the, the non-gap between Lords and, and Headingley mm. has actually been the, the size of the gap in this because it, mm. it just feels like it's gone straight on and England have swept all the feel-good vibes from mm. that Headingley win and it, they look like the team that's two up in a series and dominating. Mm. Uh, and I go back to Ben Stokes saying after mm. Lords that that he felt the way that that team plays, they were in the perfect position in mm. this series. We're not there yet, uh, but gee, that looks like that was actually, a lot of people thought it was bravado, but actually I think he was really onto something. Whereas Australia look look like the team that's not the front runners. It's it's quite strange. Mm. Uh, and we've, we've just come from a press conference where, where Josh Hazelwood was asked, if he'd be really happy if it rained for the next two days. And, and he said yes. He said yes. And I thought... Well, what, do you, what do you make of that? Because it, it's wow. not just that. The, 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 I thought Australia's best bet today of slowing things down was taking that new ball and taking wickets, restricting England's lead as much as possible. Why, why delay at 10 overs? 
And actually, you saw that when they took the new ball, they took wickets and slowed them down for a bit. When you when you see them do that, when you see them not be that adaptable in the field, and then you see their premier one of their premier bowlers who's taken a fifer say that they're hoping it rains. Obviously, a fan will say that, you <laughs> yeah. know. But elite sportsmen, you don't yeah. really expect them to say that, you know. If I if I, if I imagine England in the in the uh, equivalent position, I don't think English players will be saying that they're hoping for rain. So what what do you, what do you make of that kind of? Well, passivity, negativity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did say earlier in the press conference, mm. to be fair, that they would be taking the approach that they could still win this match. Mm. Uh, but again, you, you, you don't know what sometimes what people say mm. in press conferences when the media is all there, um, if they're sort of taking the party line. For me, that that comment about the rain mm. was was far more interesting. Uh, I, I don't think it would go down well with a lot of former players, mm. put it that way. Um, I think what, what you said about the adaptation stuff is right. Like even though with the team selection, in the end with them going with Marsh and Green and, and not going, having a spin option mm. at all. And they've said, you know, let's see what happens because maybe we were right. But they have strengthened their batting tail. It's almost like I think they wanted Marsh's batting and Green's bowling. Mm. And actually couldn't quite decide. So again, it's mm. it's it's being willing to take a risk, adapt. And they sort of seem a bit risk averse. I won't say defensive like some people have said. But they've gone into a lot of series with, okay, this is our mantra for the series. And it's sort of felt like they've gone into their mantra for this and this is how we're handling basball. Mm. But it's like, we're not going to be affected by basball, but it mm. is like, it's happening. They're actually them. they're actually being it's, as stubborn as people saying England were at the start of the series. Yeah, they're, they're, it's it's almost like you can't avoid it. Mm. You can try and avoid it as much as you like, but it feels like now at this point in the series, this Test series is happening to Australia. Mm. Australia are not happening mm. to this Test series. Mm. It's the other way around, and it just feels like they're being buffeted around. Yeah, um, one one person who's making things happen at the moment, Mark Wood. The pitch <laughs> is still very very flat. He takes three for nothing basically, or five or six overs. Uh, in the afternoon and evening, he has been such a difference maker this series. And actually, England just look like a completely different threat with the ball with him in the side compared to him out of it. They do. And what I love, well, him and, and with Chris Wokes in this test as well, he's been mm. really good. They haven't just got one plan or one trick. It, there, there's a real variation to this entire bowling attack. And they may have stumbled upon it in ways that were not planned. Mm. But I think it's actually been a, a really happy accident mm. that's brought all of them here together at this point in time. But just that the, the pace at which he's able to, he's not just bowling short. Mm. He, he gets one with a short ball. He gets one just bowling, using the pacing, mm. drawing the edge. Uh, he's just been so good. And maybe this rain, look, if they come out for short bursts tomorrow, uh, they can keep him mm. fresh. Uh, they've not had to turn to Stokes at all, mm. which is great. And uh, it's just been so nice to see him mm. back and bowling at such high pace. And when you are bowling at that high pace and being quite accurate with it as well and quite mm. smart with it mm. and changing your plans, having something for different batters, being willing to change it up a little bit. It, it's been brilliant to see him do that. Mm. Um, well, that's it for today's show. Cheers, Mel. Uh, we'll be back at the same time tomorrow and let's just keep our fingers crossed that the rain stays away.
Social Podcast Network.